T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Spend some time with our friends Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel. Yes. Afternoons on the score. The White Sox don't employ anyone at any level who's better at their job than Jason Benetti is at his. Stoney calls Benetti. He is truly the Bob Costas of the next generation. Fun in baseball is not allowed. We have to yell at each other because he flipped his bat. Jason's a better broadcaster than Luis Robert is a center fielder. Robert lays out. Oh, no, he didn't. Outrageous 88. He's on one hand the best in our industry at doing this. Nobody's here to watch. But everyone at home has their hearts in their throats. To right field, Adam Engel is there! A no-hitter! The 19th in White Sox history! Got some good news. The White Sox have picked up the multi-year option for Jason Benetti. Oh, yeah! You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. The woo people are out. Yeah, that's really pleasant. Woo! And we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Woo! Woo! We've only just begun. You understand? Learn to love it. Learn to live with it. Woo! I don't think we overdid that intro, frankly. <laughs> If anything, I think it's a little understated for this news. The newly re-signs Jason Benetti on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. What's up, Benetti? To be the best, you got to beat the best. I don't know. I don't know. How are you? I'm doing fine. Congratulations, my friend. Hey, thank you, Danny. That was... uh... That was something. I I kind of feel like I need to put somebody in a figure four leg lock right now. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. That's what happened to me actually years ago. <laughs> Why all this happened? <laughs> um. So uh. So yeah. Listen. I I said yesterday, and I've said it before that. You're better at your job than anyone uh, employed by the White Sox is at theirs, including Luis Robert or Dylan Cease or anyone anywhere, and they'd be fools not to have you back. And, you know, I I could be your publicist, but um, what it was it, yesterday was a weird day because it it was in the newspaper that there wasn't a deal, and then by the afternoon there was a tweet that there was a deal. So so what happened? What happened, Jason? 
It was just, it was really weird timing, honestly. It was, I, I, first of all, I, you're very kind uh, to be such an advocate for me and my work. And I appreciate the heck out of it. And to be honest, like I was getting ready to do Purdue, Michigan last night with, with Bill Raftery. And I was reading people's tweets and I was like, man, I, I was, a, I, I, I truly was a little overwhelmed because I was like, these, these people really do care about what we do. And I think it's awesome. And it's like, you know, you know, for sure, for sure, for sure. We get into this as young announcers because we go to this school at Syracuse and we're like, we're going to go be the next whatever. And it's hyper competitive and it's crazy town there. And there's so much that goes into it. And you kind of pour your soul into the craft of doing what you do and what I do. And to have people feel that way uh, is really a beautiful thing. So it was, uh, it was a very weird day. Raph, I had told Raph a little bit over lunch, like, he's like, well, you're looking at your phone, right? You know, sort of thing. And I, uh, I was like, yeah, this story came out, but like, uh, I think we're good. And we were like, there was just paperwork that had to get done. So uh, we got it done and here we are. How close were you to leaving? Oh, that I, that is, uh, I love this job so much. I really, 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 really do love this job so much. And I think everybody knows that 2021 was hard on me, uh, with the travel stuff and there was some strife there and, and all that. And, you know, like, there was a little bit of like experiential learning. Like I felt a little bit like a player, like I, I now know what the arbitration process is like, where like people walk into a room and they're like, yeah, you know, like, is it, are you that good? You know, that sort of thing. Right. Like you hear about with the players all the time, but I, I'm obviously joking, but I, I, I want to be here and I have always wanted to be here. And there's really no circumstance that uh, you know, especially uh, just surveying how well it's gone with Steve and how much I've enjoyed it and how great so many people in the organization have been. I, I, I want to be here. So uh, the answer is not close, but, you know, it took until January and that's whatever it is. Yeah. So, um, Jason Benetti with us, voice of the White Sox, but also the voice of a lot of things for Fox and last year Peacock and formerly ESPN. Uh, you know, I'm a broadcast dork, much like you are. There are not five people in the world that I would say are better at television play-by-play of sports than you. There are maybe a few that I would rank, you know, there of personal preference, whatever. You are on a very, 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 very short list. So you are therefore in demand. You just called NFL games for crying out loud for Fox. That's about as big as it gets in our world. Uh, the story in the paper was talking about, you know, games missed and other opportunities. How, how many games are you allowed to miss going forward? Uh, it is uh, in the rain. It's a little bit less than uh if people saw i don't i don't know if i'm supposed to give the official number okay because it's you know it's a turn i don't know if i'm supposed to give the official number but it's going to be a little bit more than what i took off last year because i'm going to end up doing fox saturday baseball most saturdays but uh it's it's a number that worked for both me and the team 
And I, I don't know if I'm officially supposed to say the specific number, but I am going to say, you know, I missed something like 25 or 26 last year, and it's uh, more than that, but not 50. It's not even close to 50. Okay. No, that's so, so, yeah, so that's interesting, man. So, like, how many games do you do in a year? Like, broadcast games, White Sox and everything else. Yeah, so this coming year, I mean, I'll probably do, like, 20 – five basketball games for Fox and then 15 football games and baseball and whatnot. So it'll probably end up somewhere in like the, I don't know, 190, 200 range. <laughs> that is so insane. Like, I don't think that people that like, you know, Oh, I work 200 days. Yeah. But you also like the amount of travel, the amount of hours on TV, the different sports, the different networks. That's a, that's a pretty crazy thing. Uh, that you're able to do, and you're an amb- ambitious guy, right? So, so you're going to do Saturday Fox for baseball, and then are we going to see you on more NFL? Is that is that a part of the Jason Benetti plan? I I have the Jason Benetti plan. That I have no idea. I will say the season I had with Brock Heward and our producer Bo Garrett and our sideline reporter Allison Williams and Darren Foster, our director, and our entire crew. And I'm, I know I sound like a NASCAR pit crew, yeah, guy, uh, like saying like thank you to the Haviland 43 car, that sort of thing. Right. But I, I had the best season of college football anybody could have ever imagined because it was a we like our team was so cohesive. Everybody is like kind and generous and loves having everybody there together. Like it was the most family like season I've ever, ever had. And so like that is something I don't want to give up anytime soon just because uh, uh, there's so much flux in this industry and people move all the time. But I love that dearly. And uh, so I, Brock Heward is like, you, you, he is a dream partner for a play-by-play announcer. He gets performance, but he preps his tail off. He's a radio host too. So he understands like how much novelty you have to have to be really, really good at it. So, yeah, I just I, – I love that dearly. I really did. That's interesting. So so that's the college football team. Then you did Peacock, and now you'll be doing Fox Saturday baseball. The Peacock thing was working with local broadcasters. Fox will just be like the, whatever the national game of the week is. Is there a, a regular analyst for that gig? I don't think so. I think it will depend. I have not heard. I think they're just starting to work on the schedule. I don't know for sure. I've not heard anything about that. But, you know, like to your point about 200 games, you, you just, there, are, there are people who work way harder, right, in the world. But I will say you don't have to be a psychologist to understand, like, why I want to go and do 200 games, right? Like why I'm so adamant that, uh, you know, I'd be able to do both if at all possible, the White Sox and something else. Because when you grow up and, like, you're in and out of hospitals, not to be maudlin here, but, like, no. not like I was traveling a ton as a kid. So you get you get this feeling of, like, first of all, I love traveling. I love getting to see other places. But also, I really like to do things that people kind of don't assume I can do. And so being on a plane and getting to do all these games and having a great time with it, like, it's going to end at some point. And so I might as well enjoy the heck out of it while I still can. So, you know, that's part of the reason. It's not like I don't want to do White Sox games. I just love the variety that other things provide. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of it, man. Like, you grow up 
and you don't know how mobile you're going to be. And like, you don't know if somebody's going to put you on television, you know, traveling becomes a really good idea and like expecting respect and, and appreciating the heck out of audiences who give that to your work is a really cool thing. And I know you felt the respect locally uh, with that announcement yesterday, and you certainly get it nationally as, as well, man. You truly are one of the best. Uh, you're ambitious, right? Is that fair to say? You're driven? Like it's, And it's not just because you want to call the biggest events. You want to represent and be seen by the biggest audiences because of your background and your story and your talent. Well, because people don't. People don't do it. Like our, Walt Jr. from Breaking Bad, R.J. Mitty, is an actor with cerebral palsy. Like Marley Matlin has made a great career with uh, some hearing issues, right? I, in the end, I guess in, in like a faulty way, I assumed in the back of my mind, right? Like if you get really, really good at something, people are going to stop assuming things about you. That's definitely not true. Or like they're going to stop trying to push you around. Uh, that's not true, right? Like people, people see how I walk. It's amazing. When I'm at the airport, I walk by people who are like those free credit card people. You know, they have like a, a 5,000 points if you sign up today thing. I always get stopped by those people because they think I'm an easy mark. And I want to be like, yeah, actually the terms and conditions don't apply. But instead I just keep walking, right? So... But I, I have this, you know, like I, I am a driven person in part. People can call it a chip on my shoulder, but like I kind of think a little bit like that's why I get stock fans because sometimes you just kind of get mad at stuff. There's, there's, a, there's a Netflix documentary called Crip Camp about all these people who had disabilities growing up and they all went to the same camp. It was like this revolutionary camp. And these people ended up actually being the ones who advocated for the, uh, the ADA, the Americans with Disabilities Act. And early in the movie, uh, one of the people at the camp says, if you grow up with a disability and you have a passive demeanor, you're probably screwed. And so passivity just doesn't work for me. Uh, and that's kind of where this all comes from. If people wonder, like, why he's going to do other games or, you know, why he's frustrated they're not traveling or, like, uh, I'm just kind of looking for my shake here because if I just sit by, I'm going to get eaten up by the world. Do you feel like you still aren't given credit or appreciated or people try to push you around within the industry? Uh, you know, I've had a couple of experiences uh, even after I became – Jason Bonetti, White Sox announcer, where people have said stuff to me that I think is like, you know, when people when people say, you know, that I, I need uh, respect that's outsized for people, you know, for like normal people, hmm. I don't like that. And I've heard that. And it's frustrating. Hell you know, yeah. uh, when when people say when people say like, hey, uh, you know, to a friend of mine, if somebody says to a friend of mine, hey, you know, his assignments aren't affected by his disability. We understand his situation, which I've heard has been said as well. That makes me sound like I'm some sort of charity case. I'm not. 
Uh, and I am, you know, I'm one of many people in this city who's very skilled at this. But, I, you know, I, I don't mean to turn this into some fire and brimstone thing, but, like, I, uh, I will always appreciate Fox for coming to me as a free agent and saying, we want you. That's just not something that happens to people who look like me in this country. Uh, and it's not an excuse. It's just true. And I will always appreciate the Sox for giving me the chance in the first place. And uh, that's kind of why we are where we are. Can you tell us how many years? It said multi. They said they exercised your multi-year option and signed Steve Stone. I was like, well, those are different verbs. And if you if you can't, yeah, it's I fine. Can't. I can't. I don't think All that's good. something I'm at liberty to do. But it is multi. Uh, you know, and I am. Uh, I'm, I can't really say that. It's not something that I feel like uh, I'm allowed to express. No, that's – listen, man, that's fine. I just – I'm – they're lucky to have you, and you don't have to say it. I'll say it. They're lucky to have you. You could get any job in broadcasting if anyone actually watched and listened uh, to the gig. Steve Stone calls you the Costas of the generation. You are – I mean, Mike Tirico, Ian Eagle, you – you're, you're on a very short list. There are people at Fox and ESPN that call bigger games that are not as good as you. Eventually, you will surpass them within that network because the people there are very talent-friendly and they're astute and they'll recognize it. Would not shock me at all, man, if you were calling World Series or Super Bowls or whatever one day. You are, you are absolutely on that path. You know, I, I appreciate that more than you know. Uh, and uh, I thank you for saying it. I, I um, it is not easy, man. Like when I will just say to anybody, like anybody out there listening, when you have something that every day people can judge you for, and you've chosen a judgmental industry, yeah, it is not easy. And like I, I hope people know that I live with something. They live with things. Like, I know you've been through your own stuff recently, and I don't know how you go on the radio sometimes. Like, I just don't. And I know you've been open about some of it, a lot of it, and I just – I appreciate the heck out of you, and I hope people understand uh, that they're – what they are dealing with, it's, it's, it's going to be okay if you have people around you who, who care. And I, I know you have that, and I have that, and, uh, you know, I, again, I don't mean to turn this into, like, a clinical situation or anything too sad, but there are a lot of people who live with a bunch of stuff. Like, I lost a friend of mine during the baseball season to cancer. She was 39, and I, I know you've had loss in your life, too, and I, I'm really, really fortunate to be healthy and so are you, and so are so many people out there, but I do want people to know, like, if you have something that's kind of sucks in life the best thing you can possibly do is get good at whatever you like to do and man i'm happy uh you know you've been there for me and i'm trying to always going to be there and be an advocate for you now tell me some good drinking with bill raftery stories come on now oh oh man (laughs) he is the best he first of all bill raftery's most generous person in america like he he will have anybody to dinner he will he, he he is the kindest, gentlest soul. The other night, we're in Ann Arbor. 
he, well, I'm going to get dessert. And he's like, all right, I'll have a cookie. He orders a cookie with whipped cream on it, which like, what? Uh, he orders a cookie with whipped cream and he's eating it. And he like basically says, you got to have some of this. Like over and over again, you got to have some of this. And so I eat like two bites of this cookie. At shoot around yesterday, at both Purdue and Michigan shoot around, he turns to people from both teams and he goes, this guy couldn't get his hands off my dessert. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? You can't do that. So we had Purdue, Michigan State, and if you go back and watch our Open, Bill had said before the game, and he never does this, so I was like, oh, I wonder why he wants to do this. He's really got something he wants to say. He says, please tell me how uh, to guard. Like, he says, please say to me, how do you guard Zach Eady? Right? 7-4, huge dude. And I'm like, okay, he's got something he wants to get into. So we come on the air, and I go, well, Bill, how do you guard Zach Eady? He goes, I thought you were a professional. I don't know how. <laughs> and then you can't out him on TV for saying, you told me to ask you that, Bill. That's incredible. No, we're doing the open of a big game. I can't. <laughs> First of all, I'm not going to cut him off. Second of all, there's no place for it because I got to do the Jeep starting lineup, right? And so he's got me, and I got to look at him on camera and bite my lips. But he's like, I said you were in professional. Oh, my God, is that great. Uh, well, you are a professional despite what Raftery thinks, and uh, thank you for the candor and the openness. And, uh, again, man, uh, no matter how it happened or whatever was – written in the Sun-Times or weird timing or a weird day on your phone. It's, uh, it's an incredible accomplishment to uh, be re-signed, extended by your hometown team that you grew up being a fan of in a city that you're, you're from, a city that uh, where you're beloved, and have your national profile grow, man. So uh, continued success, and thank you for the time today, man. Awesome. Thanks, Danny. All right, buddy. We'll talk soon. Thank you. That's Jason Benetti, everybody. We are lucky to have him. We are lucky to have him, and I'm lucky to call him a friend. Uh, we got a big promotion that we'll talk about coming up in 20 minutes. We'll go to every NFL city coming up uh, on uh, at, at 5 o'clock. We have guests from Philly, San Francisco, Cincinnati, and Carrington Harrison. Danny, <laughs> what's your favorite Halloween candy? I will ask Carrington Harrison at 5.15 uh, or so what his favorite Halloween candy is that's going to be very very exciting uh, to finally get him on the record, and we maybe got a little surprise uh, for him as well. But we'll hear some laughable Bears takes next on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Are you kidding me? Tune in to Twitch afternoons on the score. Thanks to Jason Benetti for his candor. We'll do an NFL whip around. All four cities coming up at five o'clock preparing you for championship Sunday the four best teams in the NFL and I think they are the four best teams not just the four teams that have earned the right to play on championship Sunday but uh, a radio legend from Philly Howard Eskin was on with uh, this is Mullion Haw correct yes with uh, Zach Zaidman filling in this morning with Zach Zaidman I heard the big segment I did not hear this uh, Howard Eskin segment but I heard uh, Burnsy saying that I didn't hear the clips. We said it was just all, it was just a parade of wrong. Well, you know, the dream is right. That how can the bears become the Eagles? Well, the bears are like seven pro bowlers short 
uh, of being the Eagles. But Howard Eskin was on the morning show, and uh, he had takes. The Giants are, are a fraud. Uh, just like the Cowboys are a fraud, so that's not a good test. That was not, they beat a bad Minnesota team. What a division that you guys are in. That that division <laughs> yeah. sucks. Uh, it, 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 it's a joke. Uh, it really is a joke. And you know the Bears. What are they? Two to three years away from being two to three years away from being two to three years away. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh man! That's uh, you know. It's, and they're in a bad division. The worst 13-win team that I think I've ever seen in the NFL was Minnesota. But uh, no, so that wasn't a real test. This is this is a test. This really is a test. Uh, yeah. Who's your quarterback? Uh, I mean, yeah. it, is it going to be Fields? Or are they going to Mickey yeah. Mouse around with that again too? Okay. No, I think it's yeah. Justin Fields. Yeah. Okay. We'll right. well, for the time. Hey, he's yeah, the next the, Jalen Hurts. Being. He's going to get better next year. He's going to be better. Uh, yeah, okay. Next year. Okay. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> knock yourself out. <laughs> he's two or three years away from being better than Hurts. <laughs> two to three years away from being two to three years away. Oh, Howard, Howard, Howard. See, you know what? I want more of it. I would have liked there would be a little bit more pushback, maybe. <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, it's like anyone can take the reservation. He is holding the reservation. Anyone can book the guy that's going to crap all over the local team and local sports heroes. But you got to push back on the crapper. But uh, that's compelling radio. Good stuff from uh, Molly and Zach this morning. The, uh, I mean, listen, I think that if you put Justin Fields – on Philly, and you put Jalen Hurts on Chicago, I think Justin Fields would have produced much like Jalen Hurts did. What are you guys laughing at over Push there? back on the crapper, man. <laughs> Sometimes you have to, you know? I feel a poo coming. <laughs> you got to push back on that crapper, dude. Yeah. Well, you, you feel it coming, you're like, wait. <laughs> you push it back on that. <laughs> yeah. I feel a poo coming. <laughs> I guess I'm really not in any position to criticize anyone's opinions or what they say into microphones am i man we None can go are. we can go from just a poignant smart inclusive inspirational some might say conversation with jason benetti to crapping all over the crapper and feeling poos coming with Howard Eskin. Yep, 510, Dr. Rob Citrenberg coming on. We'll talk uh, vaccine, oh, good. Uh, COVID, go go right back into it. Good. Yeah, it'd been a while. Been a while. A lot of people getting heart attacks. Stop. <laughs> You're a bad person. No, I got I got like four shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> exactly. Shock and awe, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving off the road as we speak. Um. Wow. Uh, two to three years away, huh? Well, listen, here's the thing. If everyone in the Bears division is bad, then in theory, the Bears could be good. That feels like uh, something that you could progress to. And um, You think the Lions are going to be bad, though? No, but he said, but he, he was saying if Rodgers is leaving and he said the Vikings are the worst 13-win team he'd ever seen, that would be, that would be two of the teams. I, I think the Lions... Have, I like him more than the Vikings next year. Yeah, I do too. A uh, couple of first-round picks to add to their offense and having Aiden Hutchinson on defense as a building block. Uh, the other DN whose name is escaping me at this moment. But uh, but yeah, they 
Akuda never became what he was supposed to, but he's coming off an injury, still a piece. Like I, I think that you add a couple of nice defensive players this year. I'm a little surprised they're so all in on golf, but he's still 28 years old, and they were a great offense, especially at home. They clearly have bought into the culture. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, has decided to stay. Panay Sewell is awesome. Yeah, how do you turn your back on golf at that point? After it's hard. I get what you're saying because I don't think any of us would have said, "Oh yeah, Jaron Goff's going to light going to light it up in Detroit." But how do you like walk away from that? He has to sort of prove you the other way before you make a decision there. Yeah, and Romeo Okwara is the other end. Yeah, the thank you. the The problem is that um, that they. It's the it's a similar situation that the Bears find themselves in, though obviously Goff performed at a much, much, much higher level in the passing game than Fields did. The argument is that you don't find yourself in a position to draft this high in the draft that often. That you very easily can just become a a type of team that is, well... We got the we won six games. We won seven games. We won eight games. And we were the type of team that put themselves in a position to get the fourth or the fifth best quarterback roster. Man, they have they got a high draft pick and they've got two picks, so they could trade up. So they just are they're in they're in a unique situation where if they wanted to draft a quarterback and have him sit behind Goff for a year, they could and they could still upgrade their team with another first-round pick and have their QB of the future. It's just, it's a rare opportunity to sit atop that. I was thinking of John Kaminsky, by the way, on Detroit, but go ahead, Tan. <laughs> no, I was going to say, if I they, know that's not what you were going to say. No, so. like, could they, you know, be in a better spot if they traded Jared Goff to someone like the Dolphins, maybe, and then just try to get one of those guys in the top, and that they may be even more dangerous, as some would say, and more worrisome if you're a Bear fan over, over the next five to 10 years, possibly. Yeah. And the, the thing is, is that golf was so good and like, He's also been to a Super Bowl. Like, like Jared Goff was the number one pick, went to a Super Bowl with Sean McVay, and then had an awesome statistical season this past year in Detroit. And they're bringing everyone back, right? Jamal Williams will be back. DeAndre Swift will be back. Amon Ross St. Brown will be back. They, they, they will bring back their team. Uh, and Jamison Williams, who looked amazing the last quarter of the season, former first-round pick out of Alabama who's recovering from the from the injury. That guy's crazy fast, very good receiver. But yeah, Detroit's got a ton of pieces on offense. But according to Jalen Johnson on this show, Amon Ross St. Brown, let's let's pump the brakes there. I, I love the St. Brown family, but let's pump the brakes on Amon Ross St. Brown. A hilarious answer. He, he didn't like that I was putting him after the A.J. Brown conversation. But, but yeah, but, like, regardless, man, Jameson Williams might be better than Amon Ross St. Brown. They, they're good. They are very good, but what they, it's the – I should have this memorized by now, but I don't. NFL draft order. What do they have, the sixth pick? Yeah, sixth pick. Sixth pick from the Rams. So – Jameson Williams, Tanny, that's a wide out for the Lions. I said that. I'm just letting Tanny know. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, if, if they believed in Will Levis or C.J. Stroud, you could trade up from six to, you know – Two, three, four, whatever the case may be. Indy's probably not trading down, but fine. They could probably trade up to one, three, or five if they wanted to and go get their quarterback. Ray Diaz in the back of the room right now wearing a Will Levis uh, hoodie. Really? Big 
big Will Levis. Uh, con- oh, there's an apostrophe. It's a Levi's hoodie. Oh. Never mind. Sorry about that. Could have seen that coming. Should have seen it coming. Oh, damn it. Mm. And think Ray struck me as a huge Kentucky football fan. Why are you still here, by the way? We ask that question every Dude, day. Dude, it's Friday. Your <laughs> show mean, ended two and a half hours ago. He's got an opportunity to hang here with us. Come on. We're a good time back here. I'm sure. Yeah. Danny and I have a good time, both on the air and off. Yeah. And personally and professionally, both. Good. Great time. I'm sure you do. That's amazing. It's good that someone is. I just. What does that mean? Come on. What does that mean? You're not having having a good time? time? Come on. With speaks in the. It's lonely in here. It's It's a little lonely. In the commercial break. In the commercial break. You come in here and hang if you want. It's too many steps. I'll just hang out. I had golf keeping me company for, for, for a little bit. That's all. Just lonely over here. We're going to go to four cities for Championship Sunday coming up at 5 o'clock. Talk a little big game, if you will, on the other side. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. Do you think it would help if you went someplace so you could rest up a while? You mean like Vegas? Vegas is a good place to rest. It's a good place to do anything. Not rest, rest, whatever the case may be. Also, it would be a good place to watch the big game. So joining us now on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, is the vice president of operations for the D, Golden Gate, and Circa. They got their big game bash coming on stadium, come to stadium swim. Mike Palm with us on the score. How's it going, Mike? Danny, nice to talk to you. Usually I'm on with those ham and eggers, Mully and Haas, so nice to be on in the afternoon. Yeah, we'll class the place up a little bit. Uh, what can people uh, expect if they go to Circa for the big game? What do you guys got going on this year? I tell you, what a, what a party we have at the pool outdoor at Stadium Swim, which is, uh, you know, six different pools over two levels. Um, and uh, the world's largest screen that we're going to show this this event on. Uh, we've got some things, really special things planned. I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Something's really special is going to happen right around the national anthem. And then a fireworks show at halftime. Um, we'll get 3,000 people out there. You can go to circa.com uh, and still reserve a cabana, daybed, um, a poolside box, as well as just GA tickets, which uh, include a, a special buffet for our GA customers as well. You know, and so I, I've been to Circa once. Hope to be back out there again soon. We had great uh, weather when we were there in early October for Bears and Raiders. But even if it's you know fifties or whatever, sixties, whatever the we- the weather's, those pools are heated. So you get you guys are open year round. So it doesn't even really matter what the air temperature is. That just makes the pool party that much more of a pool party. Yeah, you're right, Danny. Three hundred sixty-five days a year, we're the only pool in las vegas that's open year-round the, the temperature is 96 in the pool we could take all the pools up to 96 so even in december and january typically uh super bowl weekend though it's nice here in the in the low 60s uh you're getting into that beautiful mid-february march weather that's perfect and what about uh you know i know you guys do squares that everyone will do for the big game but you guys do it a little differently how, how does circa handle uh squares for the big game you know, we did it for years at all our parties on the boards and trying to keep track and then drawing the numbers and all that. So two years ago, we figured our way out with our sports book team that we actually offered as a wager. So for each quarter, you can go on your, your Circus Sports app and you actually pick the score for the quarter. You know, you can pick 
Chiefs seven, you know, Eagles seven at the end of the first quarter, whatever it is, we'll know the teams by the time the squares come out the Tuesday, uh, they'll come out this Tuesday uh, following the championship games. And then there's an associated odds, you know, and the odds move as, as we take money on them, but it's no more random draw. Uh, you decide how much you want to bet. We'll take a bet as small as $1 and we'll take a bet that'll pay up to $100,000. So it's a really convenient way where, you know, you get your own numbers. All right, so there's there's packages and rooms and obviously, you know, different levels down at the pool, but, you know, people can kind of group it all together, right, and, uh, you know, buy – I want a cabana and I want a room and I want to reserve the whole thing. Where, where, where do they go to be sure that they experience the big game unlike anything else at Circa? Yeah, CircaLasVegas.com. You can put your package together along with the hotel, however you want to watch. Maybe you don't want to watch it at the pool. Maybe you want to still get a booth in the sports book. That's available. We actually have a massive outdoor party at our downtown event center as well that we'll have over 6,000 people at, world's largest outdoor Super Bowl party. So all those options are available on there. You can book them all at the same time. We'll hook you up with a host as well if you're a casino player. Come on out and enjoy the big game with us. I mean, it's great. So you're the vice president of operations for the D, Golden Gate Circus. So you basically run Fremont Street in downtown Vegas. It's kind of amazing the revitalization that's happened down there to, to old Vegas. Yeah, it's great. And all the investment in the properties and really with our owner, it started with Derek yep. uh, buying into the Golden Gate and then, you know, purchasing Fitzgerald's and rebranding it in the D. And then he finally got to make his dream come true with this awesome property here in Circa, you know, the largest sports book in the world. He's a dice player and a sports better. And, and he, he built a place uh, that someone like him would love. Yeah, and uh, I loved uh, watching a full NFL slate with him, and you guys all out of Circa treated us so well. We hope to be back out there soon. Don't think I'll make it for the big game, but maybe a little bit after that. Hope to see you guys out there. It's uh, it's heaven on earth for the sports fan. So, Mike, enjoy the big game. Thank you for coming on, and we'll talk soon, all right? Thanks, Danny. See you soon. Thank you. That's Mike Palm from uh, Golden Gate, the D, and Circa. You can check it out. Go to uh, their website, book a, book a cabana, book a table, whatever the case may be. Great place to watch sports, man. I think it'd be really good, like when when it's kind of cold here, but kind of flirting with being warm. Like end of March would be my target. I'd say that's a good time. Yeah, yeah. Like last, a lot of sporting events. Yeah, going I mean, on last week of March. That's when we went last year. Yeah, yeah. It, it was great. You remember, Danny? Oh, yeah. I do. I missed it when you guys went last. You weren't year. there. I wasn't there. I was not having a kid. We were there for my thirtieth birthday last year, and that's. I mean, it feels like. A lot of people were there. It was comfortable. I would book that weekend again. Okay. Well, that sounds like it would be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe Should we'll be, do, maybe we'll do that. All right. Sounds like a good idea. And there's there's sporting events that happen in that month. Yeah. Right. The, the the tournament. Oh. Uh, college basketball. Oh. Amateur hoops. Yeah. All right. No Fine. more kids coming, right? Just in case. No. I no. Again, I, I like I told Jason, out of commission. No more kids possible. Steph wants another kid. Not my child. But I think she only wants to have kids with me. So we should be good. I think. I don't know. Maybe after I said that, she'll start reconsidering uh, oh, fun. her other options. I don't know. Which are what? I'm sure she'd have plenty of options. Dan Patrick? <laughs> if he met her. Who knows? But uh, this just came out. It was kind of uh, somewhat alarming. Travis Kelsey on the injury report. The back injury. Probably from carrying the damn team. He had 17 targets in the last game. Wah, wah. I know. Sorry. Uh, Katie made that joke yesterday about himself. 
Oh yeah, he did. That, <laughs> that he was going to carry <laughs> us one football. You cut season. me off rudely. <laughs> yeah, when football season your ended, anger, your anger took over. <laughs> well, as it does when you're a lonely single man, sometimes anger prevails. How lonely are you? Pretty lonely. Man. I mean, last night seemed pretty awesome for me, and I will get back to Travis Kelsey in a second. But he made his great uh, tuna, you know, crunchy rice things, and then he watched Banshees of Inisherin. It Cheering. sounded like an awesome night. Yeah, it was a good night. It's a good movie. Good flick. Sounds like you. So you made some some tuna for one. Yeah. Well, I made a ton, and then I'll I'll have some more tonight when I go home. It's great. It's like the raw sushi grade tuna, a little spicy mayo. All that stuff, little sesame oil over some deep fried crispy rice. Sounds fantastic, man. You got a lot of time, man. I'm not looking after some kids running around. My dog's pretty independent, and I take her out like once a week. <laughs> figures out the rest. That's, why you, that's all you need. I've got a three bedroom apartment, and I swear to God, on weekends, I don't see her for five or six hours. You dog? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she's doing. I never know what she's doing back there. Yeah. <laughs> she does her own thing, man. It's like having nothing. Yeah. I get home, she'll be happy that I'm there. It's like, all right. Catching a few. <laughs> Where are you going? I mean, it sounds awesome. But then I cry myself to sleep at night. Right. Right. There's such an, a, a large indent on one side of my bed, and the other side, perfectly propped up. Yeah, no, like, that, that would get old after a while, but you're still young, so you're okay. It's fine. I am always surrounded by people. <laughs> That are always awake and always needing something from me <laughs> at all times. That sounds horrible. There's just like, like if we are like talking about like the responsibility spectrum, you are at one end, and I feel like I'm at the extreme opposite end. But uh, you know, I'm totally happy. It's all good. So much going on. <laughs> was that convincing? Was it convincing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we believe you, man. Oh, good. Good. Travis Kelsey, huh? That back injury. That'd be a real problem going up against the Bengals. But after we go around to every team uh, that's playing this weekend, I do want to kind of finish the thought um, about the Bears roster compared to these NFC Championship teams. Because the, the turnaround happens fast if Fields takes the leap. That is well established. We know that. But obviously, you can have a great quarterback on bad teams and you don't win anything. The Lions with Matt Stafford would be an example. Um, We saw there's limitations, right, on Lamar in Baltimore, or um, we've seen Deshaun Watson in Houston. There, there, There have been examples of, wow, we think that team's got it at quarterback, but can they really win anything, or what's their ceiling until they actually build the rest of the roster? It's not just a quarterback sport. It's just a sport driven by quarterbacks, right? Mahomes and the Chiefs and Andy Reid have hosted five straight AFC title games. The rest of the roster, a lot of it's changed, right? The, uh, Kelsey and maybe one other guy have been there for for all five of them, but coach and quarterback is the is the foundation. So if the Bears get it right at coach and quarterback, cool. But when you start thinking about who the best player is on the Bears right now, not named Justin Fields. Maybe you say it's Cole Komet. Maybe you say it's Jalen Johnson. Whomever you think it is. Those guys would be very far down the depth chart of the hierarchy of the Philadelphia Eagles roster or the San Francisco 49ers roster. And it's kind of glaring. Or jarring, I guess is a better way of putting it. More jarring than glaring. 
of how far down they would be. It's glaring works there too. I guess it does. Yeah, you're yeah. too hard on yourself when yeah. you're solo. Am I? Yeah. Yeah, I just got to let it run. If if you say something stupid, you'll let me know. It, it, Tanny and I will likely like our, our heads will like move up real quick and we'll make eye contact with each other. That wasn't that was fine. Glaring works. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm hard on myself in like not when I'm solo too. If it makes you feel any better, I'm hard on myself all the time. Like that 40 minute drive home. Just thinking about everything you did that day. Beat myself up. Dude. Yeah. I would be if I wasn't riding the red line and saw 80% of people have it worse than I do. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I'm not rolling tobacco on the back platform in the, in the red line car, you know? I'm not there sense. yet. Are, is red line full these days? Uh, when I go home, yeah. When I leave, no. I love this. Tales of the Red Line. The two guys who don't ride it anymore. What's the Red Line like <laughs> yeah. now? I used to ride it every day, it's twice fun, a day. Guys. It's reliable. Yeah. I'm front door to here in 30, 35 minutes. I'm paying two fifty, two dollars and fifty cents a day. Does the conductor still greet you on the board? Welcome. <laughs> some. Happy Friday, everyone. There are some, and, and like the welcome is nice, but then they do it for every stop, and you're like, dude, shut the hell up. I'm just trying to watch TikToks. Right, girls that's your, with big butts. That's your that, that's your TikTok time. It's my algorithm. <laughs> it's a good algorithm. They know they 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 know you. Your phone. It's a smartphone. They figured you out. You rode it though when it was zero people on the train, right? Yeah, yeah. I I rode the red line through the pandemic, and I only got COVID like I don't know fourteen times. Yeah, so you were fine. No, maybe once. But that was. That was some real, like, end-of-time stuff. Well, yeah, Tanny and I both, and I think Tanny was riding the blue line a little bit through that. We are essential frontline hero workers. Right. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I agree. CPR. <laughs> you got anything else? Uh, no, it was just CPR. It was just CPR. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what everyone said. That's how you would save people with COVID. Yep. You just perform, you would perform CPR. Yep. But <laughs> big medicine does not want you to know that. They, no, right. That's that's how they would that's how they would get you, but all right. So you're an Eagles fan this weekend, right? Go birds, baby! Go birds! Hell yeah! All right, AJ Brown, all the other ones. I'm rooting Brent for, Selleck. I'm rooting for Chiefs and Niners. Niners because of the bet. I've got a 19 to one bet on them from after the Garoppolo injury. How many units? Yeah, like a unit and a half. Okay. Yeah. The whole tiny five grand. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> when the playoffs started, you know, they, you know, bet MGM, they send out the questionnaire of all the people who endorse MGM. Like, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? And I'm like, I have not thought about it for one second. I'll just go Niners. <laughs> <laughs> so we're rooting Niners. I know they got a, got a tough test on the road. But, oh, there you go. But we're both Niners guys, me and you. All right. Danny and I will be wearing our, our gold <laughs> on Sunday. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> little, little, little red and gold party over there for the brisket. That sounds, that sounds lovely. Uh, we will go to Philly, San Francisco, Cincinnati, and Kansas City around Championship Sunday. Four guests in the next segment, about five minutes apiece. Get you totally prepared to say smart things when you're watching these games with your friends. It's coming up next on The Score. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.